Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Previously on the Simply Human Podcast. But I went down the rabbit trail today, YouTube, podcasts. Rick, you're going to love this. She went on a podcast and was totally naked. Well, and hang on a second. <laughs> Off here. I listen know to we're doing this kind of a show. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was thinking about that when I was reading about your podcast, funny enough, because of your sort of ethos about humanity. And they are so brilliant, those yes. women who run it. Yes. I, I, Who I, get Hosts one guest, no clothes. Yeah, it's a it's a BBC podcast. It's episode two hundred forty three of the Simple Human podcast with your hosts Mark and Rick, two human beings being human. Our goal is to help you understand how humans are designed to eat, sleep, move, enjoy. You can start living more like a human today. On today's show, it is Jen Broyles. Jen is a holistic coach, a soma breathwork instructor, and essential oil specialist who helps individuals restore and optimize their health by calming the nervous system and addressing the root cause of their system. Jen has a a specialty in gut health, chronic stress, and anxiety, recognizing that imbalances in the gut and an overstimulated nervous system lead to imbalances throughout the mind, body, and spirit. Jen is on. She's great. We just interviewed her. She was in Dallas. She was, you could have just gone in person and sat with her. I mean, it's probably like an her, hour drive from where I am, and it's in, like a three-hour drive from you. Or we her, could just do it on the internet. In her home, you could have knocked on the door and said, Hi, I'm Rick. I'm here. Good evening. We're here to set up. Where do I put all my equipment? Um, how are you, Rick? You, um, Your cat is dead. My cat is not dead. From, Stop this. It ate pain and died. So, where I, so I put the laptop to record this on top of a box. Bragging montage. Like a big cardboard. <laughs> <laughs> I keep this cardboard box, right? <laughs> I put the laptop on top of there to, to make the angle right. And I keep this box on a shelf in my garage. Well, on the other side of the shelf, I had all the paint cans, like four or five paint cans from what I painted recently. And when I took the box off the shelf to set up to record the shelf, I didn't realize like it was all the weight was now on one side and it, they all, so the laptop over. was, was keeping the, no, 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 no. The laptop has nothing to do with it yet. It's the box. The oh. box was on the sh- on the left side of the shelf. Oh, the yeah, paint yeah, cans were on the right, I and it remember. kept them from tilting. When I took the box off, the whole shelf went down. We got paint all over Wait, my why car. Why wasn't your paint closed? You it was closed, but like when it hit the ground can? and the lid came off, oh. like paint went everywhere. What customer did you say? And don't make me believe. Just uh sob or the f word son of an mf and b as i probably go to that's when i screamed out in the yard when i was like i was taking them i just bought this house and the people who left here left this super rickety like shelf in the garage and i couldn't put anything in there oh. so i'm trying to take it apart and i'm trying to bang the nails down and i stepped right on a nail and i'm out in the front yard saturday home like, alone the home alone style when he like steps son of an mf and b my kids are right there the neighbors are across the street like you all right it's like stepped on a nail gonna be okay just got my deadly shots think right we're gonna now. be okay here they have a thin candy shell surprise yeah. you but know. uh got paint all over the side of my car oh. i'm like sprinting inside this happened to like get, tonight uh, yeah like like 
two minutes before we started recording. <sighs> That's why I was not ready at eight o'clock. I would have been ready at probably like eight oh five, but like at eight oh five is when I was like, "Oh crap, I gotta get my, my I gotta get uh, my cardboard box," and that and it took me ten minutes. But I got paint all over the side of my car. I had to wipe it off, and then so when we're doing the interview, a little time travel talk, I noticed that the garage door right here is open, and I'm like, "Oh crap!" Well, there's paint on the floor of the garage. It's the garage floor. I don't care. I'm not cleaning that up. But I'm like, "Oh my gosh!" If this cat, really. I'm not worried that she's gonna eat it. I'm worried that she's going to walk all through it and then get paint everywhere. Oh, so I go out in the garage and yes. and and sure, I open the garage and I see her and she is right by the big puddle of paint. And I grab her and look at her paws and she doesn't you have paint on them. So like, you don't have goodness. to refer to her as a she. All cats are she. No, this is my no, but, my, but all my all cats animal friend. All cats are girls, so you don't have no, to say. No, that's not true. There are some male cats. How do you think cat, like, kitten babies are born? No, yeah, cats are girls. Hey, Mark, dogs when are boys. The, when, the, when the daddy cat was, really loves the mama cat, he tries to jump over her back. I don't think... Can't quite get over there. I don't think... So, over and over. <laughs> love is a factor in the cat world. Hey, listen. Hold on. Are I you don't... saying... What's your cat's name? Shisha? Sheba? G- Sh- yeah, sh- you're close. It's Gilly. So... Rank Gilly. from Game of Thrones, Game of Thrones inspired cat name Gilly. Over, overrated. Um, Gilly. Goodbye. <laughs> rank shut. rank Gilly. Bill, Bob, Yoda. Okay, so you don't even know all of the names of the pets. The dog I had growing up that I Bob. I don't know I was probably like two Bill. when we got him and he died the night before I took my SATs. <laughs> that was Bill. Bill, not Bob. Billy. Right. Poor Bill. And the dog I got in college, well, Mark and I worked at a TV station. And they had this thing on Fridays where they bring this like dog in from like an animal Rescue shelter, the, the pet of the week. And I adopted the pet of the week. He was Ron. But, nah, what uh, and then uh, Ron went to go live with my parents at the, at the farm because uh, he had a little bit better life. Oh, that wasn't a euphemism. <laughs> that they actually, no, no, he did physically go to live with them there. Your parents are still uh, with then us, I had, barely. Yeah. And then I had Yoda. Yoda is a very small dog, and he is currently living with my parents. Oh, really? Yeah, he they he has a good life up there yeah. at the farm. They spoil the crap out of him. They take him on car rides, and he just he he runs around all over the place. Yeah, it's just it. it's supposed to be like a temporary thing for like a week or two. And their dog okay. had just died like maybe three months before that, and they like <laughs> fell in love with him. So I was like, you know what? Uh, this dog has a way better life up there. So now I have Gilly, the cat Gilly. And it's We're a good rank. Does it, huh? does it like, does it like, a, not it, it. It's different than a dog. Does it come up to you and like snuggle you and stuff? She is extremely affectionate. Really? That's why I like her. She's not like a, t- like you have this stereotypical idea of cats. That they're very aloof and they right. can kind of give or take you. And they're just giving you she the is cat ext- bird. Like every, yeah, every she is extraordinarily get. affectionate. Like if I'm sitting down on the couch, odds are, she's, oh, you know what? There's a cute picture. Here's she's just right next picture. to you. Is that how that works? Uh, no, she's not right next to me. She's on, like, sitting on me. Sitting on your face? Look at that cat. That's how she does. She just... Oh, that's right. Right up in your neck. Right here. Yeah. It just sits right here, like, like across okay. my chest. When you wake up purge. in the morning, is she, like, right by you? Or does no, she sleep? Uh, it, it, once I get, like, I guess her, like, sleeping cycle. When I wake up, she's not in the bed. But like once I get up and start getting ready, she comes in the bathroom and she's out, buzzes around. And she's out having uh, casual neighborhood cat sex. Hey, you know what? Get it when you gotta can. let your freak flag fly, baby. Um, speaking, <laughs> so of, you can figure out how to get out. <laughs> speaking of 
dragging or <laughs> speaking of neighborhood casual cat sex. <laughs> that's what I want to of go a with. story. Um, so speaking of not wanting your cat to walk through the paint and get it all over everywhere. <laughs> the dog that I murdered a few years ago, sweet poor Rudy, who I had to take in and have put down. Like the final <laughs> the final <laughs> That's a joke for three people right there. <laughs> the, the um the final straw, like yeah, it's probably time. He's up all night. He, he he's obviously lost in his in head. distress. The final straw was we came home and he had like crapped <sighs> everywhere, oh. and had walked all in it, and had walked all over the whole house. Footprints on the ceiling. And that was, like, and that was like, it's like, okay, it's time. Also, you need to be punished for this in some way. So. <laughs> <laughs> this is capital punishment. Rudy, this is so far beyond the pale. You're gonna we're die. just going to give you the dog electric. <laughs> you just put That's his paws little... in the toaster. <laughs> throw, throw in the bathtub. <laughs> Okay. Oh, cruelty and to now, animals, Mark. It's and so now, hilarious. Tell gen- us more about how cruelty to animals is great. And now Jim Broyles. Sorry. <laughs> but for real. So let's actually get uh, to Jim Broyles. We have, we're booked into March. It's December. This is fun. Uh, we talked yeah. about her birthday, her story, the pharmaceutical industry, mouth breathing, nitric oxide, intermittent hypoxia, the untethered soul. We And we have a tip of the week uh, at the end of this, too. So stay tuned for that. It's short and sweet. Here's Jen. So you go by Jen. Yes. With one N. With one N. My wife. Mark's wife is a Jen with two N's. Oh, okay. And I awesome. have Rogers with no D. It's no D in the Rogers. Just no one has a D. A lot of no people Rogers have, have a, a D. D. A lot of people. Well, I'm Mark. I'm in Abilene, Texas, in West Texas. Rick is in the Dallas area. Where are you? Fort Worth. I'm in Dallas. I'm what in Fort Worth, to be more precise. So, all right, we got a full yeah. Texas show going on. Here. I know. Who knew? That's so awesome. Yeah, I'm in. I'm in like Central Dallas, like Lovers in the Tollway yes. area. Oh my oh, gosh, okay. you are like wow. in Dallas. In Dallas. Yeah. So we grew up. I don't know if I'm pointing. Am I pointing to Rick? Uh, I don't know. Somewhere we. You're no. Somewhere. <laughs> we grew somewhere up one of these Hollywood squares in Plano <laughs> is where we grew up. Okay. So, are you from the Dallas area? No, I grew up in Atlanta, Georgia, okay. um, uh, and then moved. I've been in Dallas for 15 years wow. now, but yeah. Well, very cool. cool. We're in the same time zone. So the last interview we had a week ago, <sighs> Luce Brett is an author, mm-hmm. and she's in London. She woke up at 2 in the morning. No, one thirty in the morning. To like oh to record with us. And it's so like, Jim, what we're asking is, can we hang up and call you back at, at one? one are, are you that committed to? Uh, to wow, that, <laughs> yeah, that, no. is, that is that is a commitment right there, yes. no doubt. The show's not that great. I'll yeah. be honest with you. I would I would wake up at one thirty, and I'm on the show. So. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay, so we will have already recorded a, a more formal intro. So we're just gonna we're, we're recording Very formal. We'll yeah. have top hats and, and monocles. Yeah, the whole I, yes. Tap you, shoes. Seem, you guys seem very formal. Yeah. <laughs> so we are gonna just jump right in and oh wait, my wife is yeah, you can you can you can come in. <laughs> okay. You're gonna give her permission to pass into the bedroom, huh? Yes, that's how it works in my household. Um <laughs> is okay, we're gonna play the birthday game. Okay. Jen, we do this thing. Uh we have no idea the origin. We just started doing it like years ago. 
Mark and I each get two guesses at your birthday. Not the year, just the, the month and the day. I feel good about this one. Just say yes or no. Nope. You have total poker face. We don't want you to give it away. Let the record right. reflect. I'm the only one who has nailed the birthday. I am one out of probably 400. Mark is zero out of 400. So he's going to insist I go first to lessen the odds or to increase. Great, make the odds, increase the odds for him. Gotcha. I'm going to go June 24th. Okay. okay. I'm going to say. Yeah, the watch will tell you. It's not, it's, let's see, it's eight thirty. <laughs> I'm gonna go carry, carry the two. April twenty third. Nope. Okay. One one more guess each. September ninth. September ninth. Mark. I'm gonna say your birthday is tomorrow, December tenth. <laughs> hey, you know what? Nope. All okay. right. What is it? All right, it's November eighth. Oh, so you just had it uh, a, a month ago. Yes. How about yes. that? My wife is a November birthday. So what? What uh, astrological sign does that make you? Do that you? is Scorpio. That's yeah. That's the tail <laughs> coming over. Our audio only listeners have no idea <laughs> what I'm doing. There. That okay. is right. Yeah. That's right. Hey, but that's... I hate to momentarily jump off here for like two seconds, but my door to the garage is open, and I think my cat got in there, and I just spilled a bunch of paint in the garage floor. Oh, maybe so it will die. Let me. Let me. And then you don't have to feed it, it anymore. It's that not is it. terrible. It's a she, and she's my best friend. So <laughs> give me like two seconds. What? You what? Carry on. I'm make your sure best not... friend. Let me go make sure she's go not save your paint. cat. I'll be right back. <laughs> you I, act natural. Okay, whatever. Your long his long hair. So Rick and I have grown grew, grew up together. Um. Okay. So what we're gonna have you do now is kind of give you your version of your your story, right? So like, how yeah. did you get to where you are today? Yeah. Starting in Great Atlanta. Question. What now? Starting in Atlanta. Starting in Atlanta. Yes. How long you got? Yeah, um, right. <laughs> On uh, November 8th. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, I, I really went down the, the path of natural health when I was trying to solve some health challenges that I was facing at the time. And I think that's so true for so many of us in the natural health world um, is we're trying to help ourselves or trying to help a loved one. And we've gone the conventional route and seen all the doctors and tried all the medicines and done all the tests and still haven't found the solution. And that was really the case for me. I was dealing with some digestive issues that had, that had become chronic. I mean, this is years and years of gut issues that um, stemmed into hormone imbalances and anxiety and all, all these other things. And it's, 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 it's funny and ironic because at the time I was working in pharmaceutical sales and selling the drugs and really believed in that model. And I'm not saying that, you know, it's, you know, a no go, but like I, I have come to this like point of, you know, natural, like integrative medicine at this point, you know, there's a time and a place for medicine, but there's also um, so much opportunity with healing naturally. And when I, was on the healing journey. Um, you know, I felt I had exhausted all of my options in the conventional avenue. And so I started um, doing my own reading and research, really starting with nutrition. And through that, um, dove into the world of 
functional medicine, integrative medicine and holistic health and just kind of found a passion there and went back to school and studied integrative nutrition and then um, ventured into the world of essential oils and ultimately breath work. And, um, and so now I really offer clients this holistic, um, you know, system of, of healing from a nutrition standpoint and a breath work, stress management, emotional healing standpoint, and then also using like natural plant medicines as well. Very cool. Um, you mentioned the pharmaceutical uh, industry, and I wanted I, I made a little note to ask you about this. So, uh, I recently read a book. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Add that to the bragging montage. <laughs> and I, I learned that the root word for phar- like pharma uh, mm-hmm. can mean cure, but could also mean poison. Wow. How about that? So, uh, you went from that world where, and I don't know, I always talk about the book Anti-Fragile on the show. I'm this huge Anti-Fragile fan, and he has a whole chapter in there about what iatrogenics or intervening when you don't need to. And you said it. There are times when, thank God, we have medicine, the polio vaccine, all the vaccines that we have that have like wiped out all the things. We have medical intervention. Your arm gets chopped off. They could, put, they could sew it back on. A tiger rips your arm off in a tiger zoo they can sew it back on sort of right but there are a lot of other things that we are just like looking for ways and because the pharmaceutical industry is is a is a business like model uh there are a lot of things that you know uh, people will say that we don't we, we don't need to intervene here like the whole antibiotics thing how we've like over prescribed antibiotics it's like oh you have a cough you have runny nose yeah z-pack antibiotics and not understanding what the global effect of that is. Can you can you speak a little bit about, you know, be, being in that industry and then moving out and then kind of what the dysfunction is and all that? Yeah, absolutely. And it's the fact that you brought up antibiotics. That's what that's what um, triggered the juice for me. And yeah, I mean, I even you know as a child getting you know strep throat and ear infections and all these things growing up you get an antibiotic for this an antibiotic for that and then in college i got prescribed a really strong um antibiotic for skin issues and that just like threw me out of balance and at the time i did not know that's what had right. caused it because you know i'm 20 years old and i don't know anything about medicine i just kind of trust my doctors right. and we didn't even really know a whole lot of microbiome at the time um, but that is one example of just over-prescribing um, medications and not using them when they are really needed because, yeah, we're seeing this whole issue now of antibiotic resistance when you really need it and, they, and it doesn't work. Um, you know, car- I sold cardiovascular drugs and diabetes drugs, and I saw firsthand and even frustrations from the doctors that it wasn't solving the problem with their patients. It was slapping a Band-Aid on it. You know, it was masking a symptom. It was managing somewhat the symptoms. These are lifestyle diseases that we're dealing with today. You know, these chronic conditions, those are lifestyle diseases that truly can be prevented and reversed if you change your lifestyle, if you clean up your diet, if you reduce your stress, if you do all of these things that yes, they take time and they take intention and they take, cre- you know, creating change in your right. life, but we don't have the drugs that actually cure these ailments. And so, you know, even, you know, when I look back to some of the drugs that I was prescribed without even having a full consultation with a doctor, 
um, you know, I would just be handed antidepressants or birth control, you know, that wasn't actually addressing the root cause of the issue really ask, well, why is this happening? You know, why, like, what is the cause of this? Let's address that. No one talked about diet. No one talked about my, you know, my lifestyle at right. all. It was just take this medication, right. you know, and that's where I think we're, we're seeing the problem. So my wife took, now I can't remember the name of the medicine. I don't know if it was an antibiotic or what, but it was, for, it was the skin thing that she took like in high school. And when mm -hmm. she had her wisdom teeth removed, when she was like, I don't know, 30 something, you know, there was this, not amoxicillin, that would, they wouldn't take that, but that's like a, pen. anyway, there was like this line, like this dark line around her wisdom teeth. And the doctor was like, yeah, that's from, did you take such and such when you were in high school? Yeah. Yeah. It's from that. Wow. Like what? Like, wow. That's like if if something is affecting like where your bones like golly that seems crazy, um, and, and the other thing that always drives me crazy is like the uh, oh whatever the the uh, reflux or heartburn medication like no more heartburn totally oh totally mask the yeah. reason why your body is yeah. going no oh, please oh, stop <laughs> like you know shut yeah. that that's, off that's the modern American way yeah. is hey give me a pill for it. Exactly. Like you see how many people talk about how like, man, I, if there was a pill that I could take that would make me lose 30 pounds. Well, there's not a pill you can take, but, but you can change your behavior. Like, <laughs> yeah, uh, you can do other things. And yeah, people want a magic pill. And unfortunately, there just isn't one. And, you know, you talk about the, the acid reflux medications, the PPIs, like, you know, those were never, that's another drug I sold. Those were never intended to, to be used long term. And they are, they're being used very long-term and those cause a lot of issues too. And oftentimes they make the issue worse because again, they're not treating the problem. Right. So, so yeah, it's, it's an issue for sure. Well, let's talk about breathing. Everyone breathes. It's <laughs> yeah. like the book, everybody poops. We all, right. let's just talk about the <laughs> elephant in the room. We're all breathing right now. Uh, and Maybe people, you are. and people <laughs> say, and people, I was holding my breath and people say <laughs> that, uh, you know, oh yeah. Uh, you, when you say to them like you, breathing is good for you, they're like, yeah, no duh. Mm -hmm. Like we need to breathe. But like there is all sort like the reason that, like breathing practices, these ancient breathing practices are like still around is because they're beneficial in, in, in yeah. you know in some way, which is why they're still around. It's like why it's a thing. So t talk us through like. Um, you know, I know nasal breathing is, is very important. Um, you know, I, I use a neti pot pretty regularly to make, make sure all that kind of stays open where I can breathe uh, through, my, through my nose. What is, the, what is the problem with chronic mouth breathing? And, mm. and then what can you do to fix that problem? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I love that you already pointed it out is so many people are breathing through their mouth and not through their nose. That's one of the big issues for sure. You know, to kind of bring it back even a little, further. um, you know, breath is just one thing that, like you said, like we don't think about, we say, Oh yeah, we're breathing. I'm good. You know, but it's not that simple because while the breath is, um, happening in the background, thankfully we don't have to think about it. It just happens by itself. That's beautiful. But, um, when it is under, you know, it's happening involuntarily under the influence of the autonomic nervous system. But when that system gets hijacked by stress, your breath does as well. And that's when things can get thrown out of balance. So when your breathing gets hijacked by stress, it starts to become erratic and irregular and it becomes rapid and shallow. And 
Sometimes you may find that you're holding your breath and you didn't even realize it. Well, what's the problem with that? Well, there's, there's a really big problem with that because it throws all the other rhythms out of balance as well that are in your, that, that keep your body functioning optimally. So our body works on a lot of different rhythms, sync digestion and heart rate and blood pressure and circadian rhythms and all of these different um, in our body work in this rhythm. And when our breath gets thrown out, it affects all these other functions too. And, you know, so many people today. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill are dealing with chronic stress and anxiety and depression and all of these, you know, mental health and emotional imbalances. And when the breath is kind of out of whack or irregular and erratic, that, that just perpetuates the stress cycle. So, so if you're feeling anxious and you're breathing in a very anxious way, then that just perpetuates the anxiety. Right. It doesn't help it. Right. So we really have to tune into our breath, become aware of our breath, and then start breathing consciously and properly. So you talk about mouth breathing versus nose breathing. So some of the things that we really want to do is first become the observer of your breath, right. you know, just tune Awareness, into it yeah. and observe how you're breathing and don't try to change it. Just observe what your habitual breathing pattern is, because chances are you've been breathing this way for decades. Right. And so now we need to fix it. And it's not going to get fixed overnight. It's going to take practice and changing habits. And so once you start to observe how you're breathing and um, you can say, okay, like my chest is rising and falling, or I'm breathing really, breathing really fast, or my shoulders are moving a lot, or my belly's not moving at all when in fact it, it needs to be, or I'm breathing through my mouth. I'm not breathing through my nose, those types of things we can start to say, okay, like these are the things that need to be fixed. And so when we want to breathe really for longevity, right, and for health and wellness, we want to breathe through our nose. Because nostril, nostril breathing is so important for a lot of reasons, but just a couple is that uh, when you breathe through your nose, that filters the air that you're breathing in, right? So we want to breathe in clean air so breathe through your nose because that's like your natural filtration system. Right. And, um, and sometimes and also... those filters will grow really long and they'll stick out. <laughs> well, I was going to say, sometimes it just filters through Mark's disgusting boogers and then trim those out. Anyway. Yeah, so those little long ones, you can trim those, but, you know, keep, keep most of those hairs in there. But, um, but yeah, so it's filtering, filtering the air. It's also warming and moisturizing the air. So if you're someone that breathes through your mouth and especially at night. You may notice this at night if you're a mouth breather at night and you wake up with a dry mouth. Mm -hmm. That's a sign that you're breathing through your mouth when you're sleeping, okay? So that can, when you're mouth breathing and not breathing through your nose, that can cause a lot of congestion issues. Issues um, Again, like it contributes, it can contribute to high blood pressure. And, um, it can disrupt a lot of functions in your body when you're mouth breathing. Also, when you're nose breathing, that helps stimulate the production of nitric oxide. 
which is a wonderful, um, it, it really acts as kind of an anti-pathogenic. Um, so, so it helps fight off pathogens um, that may enter through the air. And so when you're breathing through your mouth, you don't get that stimulation of the nitric oxide that helps fight pathogens. But when you breathe through your nose, again, that's like boosting that nitric oxide production. So that's another really wonderful thing about breathing through your nose. Um, and so that's just a couple of benefits of nostril breathing. There are definitely more. But um, so the first thing is breathe through the nose. The second thing is, you know, um, breathe from the diaphragm. So most of us use only about 30% of our lung capacity, which is really alarming when you think of it. Like we have the, these amazing, the amazing respiratory system and we're not using it to its fullest potential. So that's because we're breathing mostly through our chest and the upper, the upper chest, the upper lungs. So when you really start to focus and breathe from the diaphragm, that means your belly is expanding. Don't suck in your stomach all the time, you know, um, let that belly relax, breathe in, let that belly expand, let that diaphragm really expand. And, and this may take practice too. Like the, the longer you do this, the easier it will be to take a really full breath. At first, it may be difficult. Right. Um, so you're breathing from the diaphragm, and that will allow you to also breathe from the lungs. So not just the upper chamber, but the full lung capacity. So the diaphragm up into the chest. And then um, and then we want to be breathing in a, in a consistent rhythm, not, not erratic, not irregular. So it's not like take a big breath in and then breathe out really fast and then hold your breath and then take a really quick breath. It's breathe in a rhythm, like, you know, in for four and out for four or in for six and out for six. And as you practice this, you know, you won't have to be counting all the time, but it'll just become natural. And we need to be breathing slowly too, five to six breaths per minute. And for most of us, wow. we're doing double that or right. more. Yeah. I would um, say way more. I mean, I don't know for sure, but five to six sounds like nothing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's really slow compared to what most of us are used to. I used no, I to do. Say, I'm gonna put a. I'm gonna put a stopwatch on mine real quick and tell well, you how many breaths in the next minute I take. I haven't <laughs> done this in a, in a while. I need to start doing it again. Well, I'll start doing it again if you think this is good. So, like, I used to like set a timer, and this was part of my like mindfulness practice. And I would try to see how long I could stretch out ten breaths, like an in and out is one. And my record was like in the eleven or twelve minute range. So like I'm doing like one breath all the way in, all the way out in, in averaging like more than a minute per wow. cycle. Is that, is that a good thing to do to really, I always feel really great after I do something that like that. That is so good. I love that you just kind of did that on your own. I actually, um, I did a Kundalini yoga class recently and we, we practiced the one minute breath and it was really was difficult. Yeah. I was like, this hard, yeah. you know, because making one breath last a full minute is really challenging. So yep. if you can do that, you're my, doing well. My record, uh, br uh, Rick, breath holding, uh, like in the summertime when we're swimming and stuff, I always like try to hold my breath. Uh, I got up to like over two minutes this past summer. I love it. So, I love it. Anyway. Okay, so the last That's one minute I've taken, uh, I've taken, how many did you say? Five to six is the goal for the Five minute, Five to right? six breaths a minute. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I did, uh, I did 14. Oh, that's not good. So, 
Call an what, what does that mean? You're going to the hospital tonight. You're about to oh, die. See you guys later. I'm going to have to take the cat to the hospital for drinking paint, and now I'm going to have to go to the hospital for breathing too much. What does that mean? It doesn't feel like I'm breathing fast. It doesn't feel like I'm breathing hard. It just felt like I was breathing like normal. What does that mean? That probably means he's yeah. breathing shallow, right? Yeah, it, you're likely breathing shallow. You're not using your full lung capacity. Um, it just means that, that it's something to be aware of. Hmm. It could to, be the way I'm practice, sitting, too. I'm sitting at down. the edge of my chair so that I can sit up straight for the video. So yeah. I'm a little bit kind of sprained <laughs> up. overexerting yourself, are we? Sitting, <laughs> yeah, just sitting <laughs> down, this whole seat. sitting down thing. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a challenge, Jesus. right? Yeah. <laughs> so have you seen the things yeah, where you can, like, tape your mouth shut while you're sleeping? Is that? I think Mark should do that right now. Do it right now. <laughs> shut up. Tape, tape it up right now. But, like, I, I totally have a think beard, it's worth doing. But yeah. is it, will, it, will it get on my, my mustache and beard? Hey. <laughs> Yeah, it will. So get, get real mouth tape. Okay. Use like duct tape or anything like that that's going to rip your skin off. Like use mouth tape. You can buy There's it on Amazon. There's such a Amazon. thing called mouth tape? There is a thing called mouth tape. It's for and my it mother-in-law. And slit in it. What? I said it's for my mother-in-law, <laughs> but I was just kidding. <laughs> yeah, so, so mouth tape is great. And I've actually – so I'll be honest. I've tried it and – for some reason or another, it's it doesn't stay on me. Like maybe it's because I put on like my moisturizer, my oils at night before bed, and it doesn't stick. But my husband has used it, and it's great. Um, it's a great way to like if you feel like you're mouth breathing at night to really get out of that habit and use hmm. mouth tape. And you can even use it during the day if like you're not having to talk to someone for a period of time and you just really want to focus on nostril breathing and put it on your mouth while you're working or whatever, because again, it's just retraining old habits, right? right. And, and teaching you how to breathe properly again. Um, so, so yeah, I think mouth tape is a wonderful tool. I've heard uh, people that have used that, that you don't, you could, obviously you're not aware of how you're breathing when you're sound asleep, but they'll say when they put that on, they wake up and it's like, they feel like they've been given a shot of adrenaline or something. And like, and it's kind of sad. It's like, that's how you should feel every morning like that's how your body like wants to feel it's not like this isn't like a a good thing i mean well not not it's a good thing of course but it's not like a some bonus like this is that's status quo you know exactly. and you're just living below the status quo because just don't realize right. you know like we get so used to how we feel yeah that, you know um we just we don't think that oh we can feel better just by simple changes like that like changing our breath and using mouth tape at night so we're breathing through our nose and getting better quality sleep and not feeling rested. Right. Like the breath, the breath can do so much, you know, I mean, it's this powerful tool that we have within us 24 seven. It literally is like our re our recharging cable. Well, and we always talk about, and that's like, the whole point. That's the whole point really behind like the simply human lifestyle is getting back to doing what our bodies were designed to do. And it sounds like our bodies were designed to breathe in through your nose. Yep. Uh, yeah, you know, obviously if you're like in a relaxed, exerting yourself yeah. hard physically or you're being attacked by a lion or something, yeah, whatever. But like your normal sounds like this. You I mean, you say making simple changes. Uh, I think being aware of some of those things, that's yeah. one of those simple changes that can help have an impact for people who are trying to pay attention to this stuff. And, and both, both people who listen to this podcast, both of them will be able to <laughs> both of our through their nose now and, and, yeah. and feel better. So one of the things where I, you know, I, I get the question a lot, it's like, uh, where do I start? Right. Okay. Well let's, yeah. let's go and look at the things that like, that, that make up most of your time, right? Like they, you say, they say like, you can go a long time without food, but you can't go a long time without water. So in that equation, like water 
is more impo- is more important initially than food, right? Uh, sleep, right? You're supposed to sleep eight nine hours of your whole day. Sleep is pretty important percentage as far as like what you're doing. The breath breath wins, right? Breath is breath yeah. is the overall winner. If you, you, you do it 100 percent of the time. Well, and also like what what will you die first without? Breath, breath exactly. wins is, is, is the all time most important thing. So like we should pay attention to it. Um, let's see. What is intermittent hypoxia? I saw that in like one of the questions yeah. that they sent us and I was very interested. I think I kind of know, but explain that. please. Uh, I think yeah. I kind of know means I don't know at all. So please tell me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how that works. I <laughs> frighten children. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, my goodness. I, I know what it is. I'm just not going to tell him. I'll let you know. <laughs> okay, there you go. Rick, All right. I, yes, I, will, the club, I, will, I will offer this information up. Thank you. Thank so, you. Um, so intermittent hypoxia, it is breath holding. So it's holding your breath. It's breath retention. It's some of the stuff that you were talking about. And, um, and it's been used for a long time. So, you know, the ancient yogis and pranayama Dara. experts back in the day, they, they had another term for it. But even they knew the benefits of these breath retention phases on health and longevity. But now we have the science to show the benefits. And so intermittent hypoxic training has been used to treat a range of disorders, including high blood pressure, diabetes, emotional disorders, Parkinson's disease, and more. And it, it ultimately is just holding your breath for a certain period of time. And sometimes we may need to work up to this. So I do this in my breathwork classes. So, so most of the breathwork that I'm, I'm teaching in a class is this rhythmic diaphragmatic breathing, nostril breathing, but then we go into periods of breath retention or intermittent hypoxia. And you actually reach the state of intermittent hypoxia when you've held your breath for at least 90 seconds. Oh, wow. Okay. So what's your record? People can't. You know, I, I really don't know what my record is. I know I've held it for over two minutes, maybe long. I, I don't know at this point. I usually don't have like a timer right, when right, I'm right. doing my breath work. Right. <laughs> so um, I'm not sure. But, she doesn't have a spreadsheet yes, with all this filled out like you do, Mark, of like uh, <laughs> January 18th. I held so, it but I will tell you, I can hold my breath so much longer now than when I first sure, started. Right, it's amazing right. how quickly you can, you can improve, yeah. like just after a few sessions. Yeah. Right. But, um, but what we're doing here is that we are creating a low oxygen environment in the body. And so it ultimately makes you more efficient in producing energy. And we're putting a positive stress response on the body over time with practice. This makes you more resilient to stress, which we can all benefit from. So things that used to trigger you don't trigger you as much anymore. You don't go into that, um, uh, sympathetic fight or flight survival mode as often as you might have otherwise. And this is also a really beautiful time to access your subconscious mind. You are able to fall into a deep meditative state during this breath holding phase. You can actually begin reprogramming imprints, uh, rewiring the brain um, and reprogramming like false beliefs and habits that may have been holding you back living at your best potential. And so it's a really, really special time in the breath work um, that has a whole host of, of help. Benefits. I did a, uh, a, a conference workshop, something or other, and we did a deal where like normal breathing, 
Breathe in, breathe out. You're not trying to breathe in way too much. You're not trying to push all the air out. You're just normal breathing. And then when you get to the bottom of the, the breath, the exhalation, is when you get to that natural point where you're about to start breathing in, you just stop and hold your breath. Yeah. And however long you can hold your breath is like a, if it's 20 seconds, that's not great. If you're like in a, in a stress-free, like uh, uh, a healthy state, you can hold, you're supposed to be able to hold your breath for like 45 to 50 seconds or more in that just without having to go like <gasps> and really like breathe in. So it's that, that's like, it's all, there's all sorts of little tips and tools like that, I'm sure. Um, yeah, there are. I love that. So, um, and, and when we, when I do the breath work, it's something very similar. So we're, we're breathing in beats to rhythm to, to the rhythm of music. So I play music in the breath work and it has breath counts and, and breathing sounds in it, which is really cool. And that really just helps retrain you on how to breathe right. in this consistent rhythm. And so a lot of times we'll be breathing in for four and out for four or, or different, different rhythms, different counts. And then after doing that for, you know, four or five minutes, you know, I'll say, take a, take a deep breath fully in and fully out. And we exhale everything from the mouth. And, and, ex and, and empty the lungs, like exhale everything from the lungs and hold your breath. And this is that intermittent hypoxia. And right. you just hold your breath for as long as you can. And since we've been breathing in this rhythm, we've built up a lot of oxygen in the body. So you, you can often find that you can hold your breath for longer, longer than you may have expected. Right. And then after, usually that breath hold phase is, I mean, I usually wait for at least two minutes and I tell people if you need to take a breath, take a quick breath in and out and then continue to hold. Um, but we'll usually do that breath hold for two minutes and then take a big breath fully in and we hold our breath on the inhale for not quite as long, but um, it's another breath hold on the inhale. And then we go back to the rhythmic breathing. So awesome. it's really cool. Okay. I can't believe this. It's nine o'clock. We're out of time. So I'm going to, I'm oh going to rapid fire some questions for you and maybe just a couple what is yeah. i know you have some book recommendations actually i think your latest blog post was like a bunch of books that you had recommended um so yeah. what what is like if somebody were to say like what's a like, i'm falling off a cliff i'm gonna have time to read one book as i'm falling down the cliff to my death the book should be how to survive falling <laughs> off falling a cliff off. It should be, <laughs> in that situation should very very, it should also be very short because <laughs> i'm yeah. falling one word yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> <laughs> The title of the book is ah. <laughs> So what's a book like? What's your go-to book? You know that like you because like I've got my like I've got anti-fragile is like the book that I'm like you gotta read this book. What yeah. is your book that you like recommend? Awesome. If I had to pick one book, um, it would be The Untethered Soul. The untethered. It. And and if you read my latest blog post, which literally came out today, oh, so really? I'm just super impressed that you that? mentioned that. Yeah. Um, this is just a book that truly transformed me on a soul level. It asks a lot of deep questions. It, 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 it it's just, it's an, it's an incredible read. It's truly enlightening and I recommend it for everyone. The Alchemist is another one that I recommend. Oh God, that's a good one too. And Man, it's short, Rick. It's, it's so really short. I know. I know. For <laughs> book people, it's hard. Um, yeah. Okay. And then finally, what is something that you enjoy about life or something you do that makes life more enjoyable? It, like just a hobby or just something that gets you fired up that you just like can't wait to go do? I love to dance. <gasps> and dancing. What kind yeah. of dance? Mark, Mark won a, a dancing competition in Abilene. 
Didn't really? you? Is that, isn't that true? Oh, he's going to go get us the trophy or something. Oh, wow. <laughs> they did this ridiculous, like, uh, what's the, sh- the, the, the Dancing with the Stars show? Yeah. They did one like that in Abilene, and Mark was a part of it. No way. Uh, I don't know what he's going to get. Okay. Well, he's giving us the hang on a sign. Uh, caveat. But, uh, made a complete fool out of himself. Oh, I'm sorry. Mark is back. Oh, I, I caveat. I was best male dancer out of six bad male dancers. So that's like so that's like saying you have the fastest minivan. Here's Metro. <laughs> the fastest minivan. I love it. Wow. That is insane. That Crazy. is what they gave you for coming in first of that thing? <laughs> that's a serious trophy. That oh is not God. joking. Look, like Okay. So you might be comes a off. <laughs> I've never showed this on the show before. What do you? Okay, hang on, hang on, hang on. This begs the question: Where do you have that displayed? Like in the living room, right above my bed, right here. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I've got it. I've got it out in my garage. (laughs) That's the saddest thing I've ever heard. They gave you this huge trophy in your garage. Shut up. You need to display that somewhere, uh, like on your yes. mantle or something. I used to have it in my yes. office, but maybe when I – anyway. Okay. Um, I think that's – oh, and then finally, uh, let's yes. see. Yes, where can we find you? Yeah, Promote gen, yourself. Jenbroils.com. It's going to be in the show notes. And I think if you go to jenbroils.com, there's essential oil stuff. There's the blog. There's the about you. There's the sacred breath community, which we didn't even, like, get to talk to. So go check that out. Uh, I think all – and all of your, like, social media and everything can be found – at jenbroils.com. Is that like the easiest thing to tell people? That is the easiest thing. Absolutely. Awesome. Thank you for doing this. This was awesome. I really appreciate you. you. This has been so great. And maybe we'll have you back on because we didn't even, I I, whoever, I think there's like a 10 minute, like kind of a a preview kind of little tutorial that that you can do. I say we have Mm -hmm. you back on and let's do that. Like as part of the show. Let's do it. do it. I would love that. So I'm excited. Yes. So we'll set that up. I really appreciate it. And you have a great night. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you. You're listening to the Simply Human Podcast. That was Jen Broyles. She was great. We haven't actually talked to her yet, Time Travel Talk. <laughs> we're assuming it's going to be great. It'll be great. We're going to talk to her in one minute, but then we're going to, the magic of editing, we're going to spice it all together. She seems like a nice guy. <laughs> That's all we know. Um, but I do have, you know, we, I know, I'm sure we will talk about breathing. <laughs> if we don't talk about essential oils, I think we'll be good. Well, we're get, we are going to talk about essential oils. She has some essential oil stuff, but it's not, she's not. I'm just joking. Curious. I'm joking. Okay. Well, it, well, cause I'm sure we'll probably talk about <laughs> so we talk about we're talking about nasal breathing very quickly. Uh, this is an article from MillenniumSmiles.com: The importance of nasal breathing from March of 2019. Research has found that breathing through your mouth means that you miss out on much of the oxygen, up to 90% your body needs to support your organs, tissues, and cells. Without this oxygen, you face the risk of damage to your body and tissue and cell death over long periods. Living with reduced oxygen levels can leave you at risk of developing severe illness, even chronic health conditions such as heart disease, rheumatoid arthritis. Diabetes. Um, breathing through your nose. What if, what if you have whistle nose? Then, then you're not breathing through your nose enough. Um, <laughs> when you breathe through your nose, you're you are breathing more air into your lower lungs. That's that's a problem if you got that going on. And also, <laughs> it activates your parasympathetic nervous system when you breathe through your nose. Think about a baby nursing. Oh yeah, I will. Yeah. <laughs> um, think about the most like serene calm 
human is a baby with a big old because they're, they're <laughs> I'm sorry, but I don't know. I wasn't following. I don't. They're breathing through their nose, right? Mm-hmm. And it's totally relaxed. When you are at, being attacked by a bear, right? You're <laughs> and then you throw up if you're watching from or the sideline. Become a man and you try to no. punch the bear in the face, right? So anytime, so just catch yourself. Just as Jen is in the waiting room here, we're going to go back. So as you are throughout the day, start noticing. When you're just sitting there at your computer, driving, if you're breathing through your mouth, stop. Breathe through, shut your mouth, breathe through your nose. There, At night is also very critical to breathe through your nose. That's why those breathe right strips could be very helpful. You need to be breathing through your nose when you're sleeping. It's a game changer. Google it, research it. That's the thing. Okay. <laughs> Awkward dismount. That's going to do it for this edition of the Simply Human <laughs> Podcast. And remember. And that was like, it's like, okay, it's time. Also, you need to be punished for this in some way. So, <laughs> <laughs> so until next time, enjoy. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.